Gorgeous is as gorgeous lives. Stay gorgeous. Welcome to the Fullest Life Podcast. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome to the Fullest Life Podcast. This week's episode of the Fullest Life Podcast, it is, whoa, gosh, guys, a great day. It's a great day to share and to come before you guys again. And for those of you who are new and you are joining us for the first time, this is the Fullest Life Podcast, and I am your host, Vita Tucker. Welcome. Um, I am glad that you are here. The Fullest Life Podcast is a podcast dedicated to women. It is dedicated to us living our fullest life. And it doesn't mean, I say it every week, that we don't have problems and situations and circumstances. It just means that we are endeavoring, you guys, making a choice, pushing and striving to live our fullest life. And it's based on the scripture in Psalm 16 and 11. And in that scripture, the Lord said that he would show us the path of life. And in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So if this is your first time joining us on our journey, we started this journey, guys, 2020, this very week um, in May of 2020. So this is our two-year anniversary of the Fullest Life Podcast. Yes, I am so excited, you all. And um, I'm honored. I'm excited. I'm um, just in awe of the things that have happened and how um, God has really blessed this podcast to be an influence and to touch the lives of women all around the world, because there are women all around the world listening. And I thank you for that. Um, And you know what I realized? Um, The power is not in the numbers, because I can look and if I was playing the numbers games like a lot of people do when it comes to um, social media and podcasts and different things like that and all of that, then in the numbers game, I would be saying, oh, God, I got to get my numbers up. But, you know, I'm not trying to get my numbers up. I'm just trying to reach the women who are here, the ones who are invited here, the new ones that come. The You know, it's not a numbers game with me. It's um, a power game um, that the power of the Lord will come and it will touch someone's heart. It will change a life. It will help someone live their fullest life. And that's what it is for me. So for the last two years, I have... Um, have had the pleasure to come before you all and to share. And I am just, God, I am so humbled and so, so just very thankful for those of you all who have started with me on the journey, who are still going. And there are quite a few of you all who are still riding with me. And then those new ones who have come along and those who have shared um, with other people. And it's just amazing. It just blows my mind. And I am so grateful and so thankful for um, everyone who is listening today and those who will continue to listen. So, If you have been um, following us for the last few podcasts, I started a series um, 
three weeks ago, and it's called Gorgeous. And it, it was based on the song from Mary J. Blige, um, recently made called Good Morning Gorgeous. Now, I would have never like really known about the song if it had not been for someone sending it to me, um, DMing me and sending me the song. And when I was listening to it, in the song, Mary J. Blige talks about how much she used to hate herself. She said immensely um, she used to hate herself. And it's amazing because that is the case for a lot of women. And so this is how we started this podcast, because I remember when I was someone who hated myself and I see and I'm around women every day and in different avenues and different places. And and I see the hatred that we have for ourselves. I hear the hatred that we have for ourselves. I hear the hurt and the pain that goes back to childhood and conversations and in um, just listening. If you go into a restaurant or anywhere where there are a group of women at any time, you just sit and listen. It is amazing what you will hear people say about themselves and about um, how telltale their um, conversations are about what they're going through and how much pain they're holding on to. So we started this process and we were talking about healing from that wound that got us to that place to the, got us to the place that we don't love ourselves. And for a lot of us as women, it's something that happened, you know, in our childhood. It's something that was spoken, something that was said or done to us that we have never healed from. And because we've never healed from it, it's hard to grow. So I remember growing up, and this is my reference and my kind of, um, I remember growing up and making a um, terrarium. So, you know, my dad worked for a glass company, legitimately a glass company. And we had these jars that looked like um, different kind of shapes and different kind of things. But one, some particular one, too, they looked like pigs, but they were made out of glass. And so my dad taught us how to go in. We made a terrarium, which meant we planted plants inside of this jar. And those plants would live in this inside this jar in their own um, whole little ecosystem inside the jar. The plants couldn't grow out because it was sealed at one end. The plants couldn't grow only so high because it was a jar. You know, it was, um, and it, it, I would say that it stood off the ground probably about, uh, about a foot, a foot off the ground. And, and it probably was about mm, 15 inches long or something like that. But those plants couldn't go any higher than the ceiling of that jar. They couldn't spread out and go any wider than the width of that jar. And so no matter how healthy the plants were, because they were healthy when we put them in, it had a whole ecosystem. You could see the um, the the water that the dew inside of the jar that it made within itself it we never had to open it these plants were existing in this self-contained jar that's what a terrarium is right that's to me was a, is a description of us in our hurting state wherever we were hurt in our lives as women and it's not just as women but since i'm talking to us as women i will reference us as women as women wherever it is that we get hurt 
and we don't allow ourselves to heal. I don't care if you were five. I don't care if you were eight, 10, 12, 13, 15. I don't know your age, but you know what age you were at when that pain came, when someone said or did something to you that hurt you, that stifled your growth. And most of us, we are terrariums. Our outer shell is what it is. I'm standing at five, nine and a half as a 55 year old woman, but unhealed inside of me are, I can't grow any further because I'm stuck at age 10 or I'm stuck at age eight because I never healed from that pain. And so we've been talking about ways to heal and I'm not talking to you from someone who is, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I am not, um, you know, any of that. I am a life coach and I'm a certified life coach. Went to, took classes, did what I took, what it take to get, become a certified life coach. So I got some kind of wisdom and I'm a woman of God. And that is wisdom within itself. So I've read the word, I've heard the word, I know God's word, and I know what he's spoken to me. I know how he's healed me and made me whole. And so what I'm sharing with you guys, the things that I did, it's not the exhausted list of the things you can do to be healed. I'm just giving you what God did for me and how I came to a place that I love who I am and I'm a mature woman. So um, what happens when we get hurt is we don't mature. We stay little girls on the inside. And that same little girl will continue to act out in that little girl state until she's healed. So there's a scripture in the Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But when I was a man, I put away childish thinking. So that doesn't just mean man as in male. That means us as in mankind. As I grew up and I become more mature, if as I heal, as I get delivered from my past hurt, I put away some foolery. <laughs> and a lot of us have some foolery in our lives is because we never heal. We're stuck at that same exact place that we were, like I said, at whatever age. And it is one of the things that I've come to know and I've come to see, and that's just um, as people as a whole, is that... If we're hurting in an area, we're unhealed in an area um, in our life, we will hurt and um, take that hurt and use it in other ways, in other areas of our life. So we continue to pass on that hurt from person to person, from place to place, from relationship to relationship, from job to job. And, and we keep on going through lives and we're like, why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep getting the same kind of man? Why do this keep, why does this, why do am I always the one to get fired at the job? Why is this happening? And it's not a happenstance. Sometimes it's because we keep living out of that pain and we're not allowing ourselves to be healed so that we become mature women so that you're not only 55 on the outside, but you're 55 in your spirit and your emotions and your maturity because you've grown and you've healed. And so um, I was sharing with you guys um, some of the things that I've done and some of the things that God has showed me to do to heal in my life. And again, if they work for you, wonderful. If they don't, it's okay. I'm not saying that you it, that um, there's not more that can be done. But let me tell you, the first one is forgive. 
And that, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you go. I don't care who you talk to, whether it's doctors, psychiatrists, um, psychologists, life coaches, mamas, daddies, pastors, preachers. I don't care who you tell. If you tell somebody that you're holding unforgiveness, the first thing they're going to tell you is how the pain that you're causing yourself, that you're inflicting on yourself because you're refusing to forgive you're doing the same. You're just holding on to that blame game and not saying that the people who hurt you were right. No, they weren't right. But forgive for your sake. So we talked about that. You can go back and hear that um, on the first um, part one of the of Gorgeous. It's um, also on part two. Secondly, uh, we then talked about being brutally honest with ourselves and naming your pain. For so many women, we walk around and we lie. We put take our pain and we put it in a jar and we press it down and we press it down and suppress it as if it never happened. I'm good. I'm fine. I got it all together. I've never been hurt. Oh no, that's not my life. That's not my story. That's that person's story. But come on y'all. If you got can't be real with yourself, who can you be real with? If you lie to yourself, who will you not lie to? The worst form of deception is to be self deceived. So own it. Just say, say what it is. Say I was sexually abused. Say that I was, my mom hated me. Say that someone told me, as I told you, one of the things, um, and I've shared a number of things throughout all these podcasts that happened to me, but one of them was uh, someone in my family told me I would never be anything. That's a hard pill to swallow you know but i had to own up to it that that did that that said it was said to me and that it hurt me but because it hurt me that does not what they said was not the definition of who i am the definition of who i am is who god says i am it's not even who i say i am y'all it doesn't even if i say horrible things about myself that is not the definition of who i'm supposed to be and i thought about you know um the a refrigerator and i've seen people use refrigerators for a multitude of different things that don't make any sense but at the end of the day the company that made that product a refrigerator called it a refrigerator now you can take that refrigerator and you can put it in your swimming pool and make it and call it a boat you can put it in a, a float you can put it in an ocean put some things on it and say oh that is a um a boat. You can put some wings on it and you can call it a airplane. You can do all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, what it really is, is what the manufacturer said it was. And you are what God says you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So you are apple of his eye. You are made with a purpose and for a plan. And because someone spoke something over to you and because you're hurt from it, doesn't delete or negate who God says you was. It may stop you from becoming all that you can be because you don't believe or you can't receive it, but it doesn't change who you originally are. And then we talked about starting to speak. Um, what are you saying to, about yourself? You know, we talk about, we tell our kids, don't say mean things to other people. You know, people always say, use nice words, be kind. But how kind are we to ourselves? What are you saying to yourself? How often are you complaining? You know, I read something today that said complaining is actually like slapping God in the face and saying to him, 
what you're doing is not enough. And I don't think that you can meet the need. I don't think that you care. I don't think that you can are suffice for what I am. Gosh, when I read that, I was like, man, I need to shut up my mouth on a regular. Okay. I need to make sure I'm not complaining because that's not what I'm, that's not what I believe. But because of hurts, because of pains and things like that, we say things um, negatively about ourselves and we will never rise above what you speak about yourself. If you speak horrible things about yourself, no matter how, what you do, you will never rise above it. And I'm not saying that you won't be famous. I'm not saying you won't have a career and a success, but what looks to be success on the outer part, but you will never be whole. And for the example of that, I told you guys, um, and I hope you did if you last week, and if you didn't have a chance, you know, still do it. Um, if you have not seen Oprah and Viola, um, Viola Davis's interview with Oprah on Netflix, you need to take a look because she talks about how she rose to fame and where she was and all that she was doing, but inside she still was that little hurt girl. She was still carrying the pain from her childhood as a grown woman famous in Hollywood on TV shows, movies. We go to see her, we watch her, and we're like, wow, that Viola Davis is an awesome actress. But if you hear her talk about how she carried this pain for years and years of her life, and she still was that little girl, y'all, I promise you, it is so powerful. And I believe more um, women can relate to what she was saying than are willing to admit that they can relate to what she was saying. So if you did not go and look at that yet, please do. It's on Netflix. Um, I know there's some couple of excerpts and things on um, YouTube, but go to Netflix, check it out. It is worth seeing. And she has a book about it. So they, they were doing the interview based on the new book that she had about her life. And um, I cannot tell y'all that how I can't wait to start reading the book. I got to wait for a minute because I'm doing some other things, but I'm going to read the book because I need to know the whole story, you know, how, and she spoke about some of the things, some of the same things we're speaking about that she did to overcome in life and how she, to, to let the healing come forth in her life. So those are the things that we talked about um, so far. So today, I'm going to give you my last one. The last one, well, I can't say the last one, kind of like the last major one that um, I had to do that God showed me in order for me to give my healing. And that was to turn my hurt into tokens of love and kindness. Stop murmuring and start loving. I had to give out what I wanted to receive. And so what that looked like for me is I was very broken and thought that I was worthless and I thought that I would never be anything. And so I had to start to speak life into other people. I had to start serving and doing things for other people, finding ways to pour into the lives of other people so that I could give out what I wanted to receive so that it will come back to me. You know, and it, some people say that doesn't make sense. I'm hurting. And so how can I give to someone in my pain? I was having a conversation the other day um, with a young man and he was telling me how he was having a really rough day, you know, and he said, but then he saw this person and he was talking to this person and he could see that they had a need. 
And he was like, I almost just brushed it off like nothing. That's their problem, not mine. And he was like, but then I knew I had the answer for the need. And so I had to do it. And he had to, he said he had to go ahead and meet the need of that person. And after he did, he said it changed his entire day. When we give to other people in our hurt, it changes our lives, you guys. If you want to grow up, stop, get your mind off of you and start thinking about someone else. Because no matter what you have been through, and I promise you, no matter what, if you tell me, Vita, I've been molested, I promise you there's somebody with a story worse than your story. If you tell me, Vita, I was given away as a child. My parents didn't want me. I promise you there's someone with a worse story than your story. And it's not a comparison. And I never want anyone to feel like you can't feel your pain. But while you're dealing with your pain, give it, give the love that you want to receive to someone else. Um, as some of you, as you all know, I speak for an organization called Rachel's Challenge and um, travel and speak for them. Um as during the different times of year and everything. And um, I always have um, students or young people, even adults come up to me um, crying and telling me how they're hurting because they lost a loved one. And one of the things I always tell them is, so take that love that you would give to that loved one if they were still here and give it to someone else. And every time you do something kind, compassionate, or good to someone else, you can say, that's for you, grandma. That's for you, mom. That's for you, dad. And you will find that your healing will come and you will grow from giving out love. So that's one of the things I had to learn to do. And that's one of the things that changed my life because it's nothing I love more than to lift people up. I, t when I see people and young girls and women and men, it doesn't matter. If I look at someone and I can see that they're torn down and you can see it y'all, you know, and they're going through, ugh, all I want to do is pour into them. All I want to do is pour into them because I know somewhere along the way, someone poured, sucks the life out of them. And that same life that they were sucked out of them, I want to pour back into them. So find a way that you can give. Find a way that you can do something for somebody else. The greatest thing you can be in this world is a servant. You know, y'all know I love Jesus. He was a servant. You know, the whole time Jesus came, he served and he served us and he died being a servant. His whole thing was I'm here to say, not for my glory, but to, so I'm here to let you all know that I'm here to serve and to save your lives. That's giving, you know? And so um, that's one of the ways that I got my healing also is to serve and to give to others. And um, it's not always easy. I wish I could tell you it was, but it's the best thing in the world. If I'm feeling down, if I go out and I start doing something for somebody else, immediately, immediately, I start feeling better. And you will too, you know? So let, let's look at how to turn that pain and those hurt into tokens of love and kindness. And so um, the last thing I want to say and to share with everyone is that um, it's something that I did and I think more people should look into doing it. 
this May is National Mental Health Month. And I didn't plan on doing this podcast because of this month, but it just, everything just happened to fall in place like this. But I went to get counseling. I sought out professional help when my, when I couldn't, when I felt like the weight was so heavy on me that I needed some help to get where I needed to be. So even in all those things that I've done, I needed somebody to talk it out with. If you need to go and talk and to get professional help, whether it's a life coach, it's a counselor, it's a psychiatrist, it's um, a psychologist, whatever it is that you need to do to seek out, to get the mental help that you need to overcome, don't hesitate in doing it. We live in a world where some people like to um, downplay or put a taboo or stereotype on people who seek out counseling. But all I know is it helped me, guys. And I promise you, it will help you too. We are not in this fight by ourselves. So if you need to reach out and speak to somebody, do. And they have so many resources out here now. I just saw there's an app that you can go um, download and they can connect you with counselors in your area, um, even some that are not in your area. Most of the health insurances now um, cover you going to talk to someone at least for a little while and, you know, get the help that you need. Seek out professional help. And sometimes it may be um, a pastor. It may be a minister. It may be some kind of... Um, you know, person uh, that you need to talk to. I don't know, but get the help you need so that you can be whole and you can be the woman that God made you to be. Um, It just, I so want us to live our fullest life that I can't tell. Sometimes my words are, I can't find the words to express and how important it is to me that we focus on being our best selves. Broken you is not your best you. Broken you is not your best you. Heal you is your best you. And the Lord says, you know, I'm telling, and I, I don't, and you all know, I don't do nothing without the word of God. So here, here we go. He is your first resource. And if you seek him, he will lead you just like he left, led me. He was there when I taught me how to forgive because forgiveness is hard. But with God, it can be done. He walked me through the shame that comes with naming what's happened to you. You know, shame is serious, a serious thing that we have to deal with because it literally makes us feel humiliated or causes us in, in a um to feel like we're foolish or we're um, less than, that's what shame does. But again, God walked me through the shame and I named my pain and all of that. Um, and the beginning to speak great things about myself, that came from the word. All I speak over myself is the word of God. What he says about me is better than what I say about me. And then um, moving and giving, I give and I serve because I saw, I look at a savior who gave and who served. And so the word of God is, for me is key and I, I can't do anything without it. So I would be remiss if I told y'all to do all those steps and didn't include him. That ain't never going to happen. But 
One of my favorite scriptures is in First Peter 5 and 7, God says to cast all your cares upon him before because he cares for you. And I know we live in a world that we're like, oh, what does that really mean? You know, what it means is exactly what it means. There's one version that says, pour out all of your worries and your stress upon him and leave it with him because he cares for you tenderly. And so what does that look like for me? That's some mornings um, that I told you all last week when I, before I did the podcast and I had that crazy day and whew, I just threw my hands up and I said, help. Lord, I cannot handle this on my own. Help. It was as simple as that. And the peace of God just, I've come to the Lord and I've told him earnestly, just plain as day, whatever I was going through, I feel worthless. And I know what your word says about me, but this is how I feel. And when I tell him that, again, go back to his word. The healing comes and I seek him and the healing comes and I seek him and the healing comes. So, you know, don't let your resource be you. (laughs) Don't let your source be you, because if you are your only source for help, we are in big trouble, guys. We are in big trouble. So I wanted to go ahead and um, finish out this gorgeous series. And I wanted to say to you, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, gorgeous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are a gift from God. Get your healing so that you can walk out, so that you can live full and die empty. I love you guys. And if you don't know it, if no one's told you today, I'm telling you, I love you. I wish you the best. I look forward to meeting you, your authentic you, that mature you, that heal woman of God who's going to go out and heal others. Have a super fantastic day and the rest of your week. Love you guys.